Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. 11.43 here on SENZ, which uh, more importantly today uh, means we're around 32 minutes away from race one here at Addington and uh, that is the east-west fencing handicap trot over 2,600 metres and it is time to go as I say at 12.15 and our good friend Ricky May does have a drive in that uh, BD Yusufafon, very quiet about it he was but it says in the book that it's a big chance we shall see. Anyway uh, yes uh, Mount Rushmore music for us signifies uh, today our very Canterbury theme so John uh, we'll go uh, one for one down here, uh, you can start with your number four if you like. Nice mate well mine's a bit cheeky my number four but this guy has really put uh, Canterbury on the map worldwide, one of the best cricketers you'll see on the planet and every time he's mentioned in New Zealand it's like his first name is Christchurch Bourne because that's how he's always introduced it is Christchurch Bourne Ben Stokes I would have on my Mount Rushmore Smithy remember his 2019 innings against Australia in the Ashes I mean I haven't seen a a better innings than that in Test Cricket Um, I forget what happened in the Cricket World Cup final Um, but Ben Stokes for me and the top four Canterbury sporting people around the globe Thank you very much for that one. Uh, I've just had some more coffee delivered too, John, so uh, that's a good pick-me-up. Uh, OK, yeah, I don't mind Ben Stokes. Um, you don't mind the fact that uh, he ruined our uh, World Cup ration card? Well, I do, and actually now I think about it, to have him on the Port Hills in stone, it would be quite annoying, wouldn't it? So maybe I should have put someone like Far Lap there instead, but he's already got a bronze statue down near Timaru. OK, I'm going a bit cheeky too, a little bit cheeky. Uh, and uh, if you look up the word con- controversial, you'll see this guy's name... Uh, alongside it in the Collins English Dictionary um, and that is uh, world champion world champion on a number of uh, occasions gold medalist on a number of champion uh, a number of occasions um, out of the Elmwood Park Bowling Club Gary Lawson oh, how nice. about that Gary Lawson I imagine you and him would get along quite well Smithy actually <laughs> We might have in the past. We just might have. So it's not a case of put your mates in this club. Uh, and you know, obviously, we're going to get panned here for um, you know some of the ones we've left out. But just for just for the heck of it, a man that's contributed a bit and uh, certainly in his field is regarded as the best when it comes down to the actual art of bowling. Gary Lawson's there. Yeah, and has that Canterbury attitude. No one's going to tell me what to do. Staunch man. So no, I appreciate that and love my lawn bowls too. My number three on my Mount Rushmore. 
uh, the most decorated uh, Paralympian of all time that we've had. She was the story of the Paralympics, as she is every time. I mean, just an incredible person for me is Sophie Pascoe Smithy. Um, just, we heard, we went through the journey with her, didn't we, uh, during this last Paralympics, especially when things aren't going her way, she still digs in, which is very much a Canterbury attitude. 20 medals at Paralympics, like that is just ridiculous. So for me, I think she deserves her spot in the top four Canterbury sporting people. Yeah, absolutely, to be admired, there's no doubt about that, and uh, certainly would make uh, more uh, top fours than she wouldn't. There's no doubt about that. So uh, Sophie Pascoe is in that group. Uh, I'm going to throw in as my number three another one, a little bit cheeky, but this guy personifies for me Canterbury sport. Absolutely personifies Canterbury sport. Uh, he's tough. He wasn't huge. He was tough as nails. Um, you know, he was responsible for both Canterbury and the All Blacks. He was a custodian at the back. Uh, I remember him uh, for coat hangering Sid Nomis and knocking out some of his front teeth which was back in the day really heroic thing to do not so much uh, these days WF Fergie McCormick for me is my number three. Oh, the boot he had songs written about him I'm sure growing up uh, in Christchurch I remember songs getting written about Fergie McCormick he was that kind of player smithier like mm. kind of a cult hero sort of style but bloody good at what he did yep Absolutely. Okay, number two. Now we're up two for you. Yep, number two for me is a bit more, uh, I guess, polished than Fergie McCormick, um, but an absolute legend, a good Canterbury country boy. Uh, Dan Carter, I mean, you know, it's it's DC. Uh, what more can you say, Smithy? Just one of the greatest, if not the greatest rugby player uh, New Zealand has ever produced and from the Canterbury country, which I love about him as well. Just a nice, good country boy who came good. So, Dan Carter, I don't need to say anything else. He's number two on my Mount Rushmore. Okay, well, here's a this thing. Mull this one over then, Mr. Okay. Smartass. It's mull, mull this one. Okay, uh, I'm going for a number 10 from Canterbury as well. He wasn't born here. He might have been born in the north in Potaruru. But I'll tell you right here and now, has he, has this guy had more impact on New Zealand rugby than Dan Carter? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Yep. And I'm talking, of course, about the legendary Wayne Smith. Yep. Uh, on the field of play for Canterbury, outstanding number 10. When it's come to his contribution to rugby, off the field uh, and the way he is uh, they say the guru the galvanizer of all black teams the the, the, the uh, you know the, the strategic genius within the group has Wayne Smith made more of a contribution I think he might have he's my number two yeah yeah the professor without Wayne Smith you probably wouldn't have Dan Carter um, because he was that good wasn't he when he came into the Crusaders a lot of people give the credit to Robbie Deans but it was Wayne Smith along with Gilbert Anoka, who set up that franchise and their, um, their culture that still permeates today. So, yeah, I may stand corrected there, Smithy, right. but I think we're both going to agree on our number one, and it is yeah. this guy. Uh, Richard Hadley must be really licking his lips at the moment, looking forward to his 281st wicket in tests. And he's got him right through him, and that makes it six in the second innings, 15 for the match, and New Zealand have won by an innings and 41 runs. A very happy New Zealand team, their first ever victory on Australian uh, soil, and congratulations all around, but to uh, Richard Hadley, really the man who set this victory up. I don't think I've ever seen you leap higher in your life, Smithy. When Hadley took that final wicket, 15 for the match, first win in Australia, Sir Richard and Lillian Smith behind the stumps, leaping into the air. <laughs> 
Well, here's this thing, right? It was the first ever time New Zealand had beaten Australia in Australia, so significant in that regard. Uh, and everyone wanted to be a part of that. So we were that, uh, that group, 1985. Also, uh, the fact that he'd got 15 wickets. And it, it was appropriate for me that having started the deal and having been so uh, good throughout the match that he had the final say uh, and then got the last wicket. It was interesting, actually, because uh, it was lunch, just getting towards lunch on the fifth day, and he would just about run out of gas, I'll be fair. Uh, you know, he'd be bowled every, everything, given every, everything. It was warm, muggy morning in, in, at the Gabba in Brisbane, and he just about was toast. And uh, I said to him, what about, it's, it's only Dutchy Holland, for goodness sake. Uh, it's only Dutchy Holland. What about one more big last effort? Because at, at the Gabba, in, in those days, they had very small lunch room, but what they did have is the most beautiful barramundi for lunch. And if you didn't, if you weren't involved early in the afternoon, you could have two pieces of barramundi, and, and then you could go really good. I said, what about this? What about you, if you knock over Dutchy Holland and give it one last effort, come on, big boy, get out there, and if you can do that, we can have two pieces of barramundi, all the four X that the world can possibly make, this afternoon, champagne, cigars, the whole lot, just get it done for God's sake, just get it done, and he did, just like that. Of course he did, because he's Sir Richard Hadley and he's the greatest Mm. Canterbury sportsman, isn't he? Deserves his place, number one. Oh, number one, absolutely, number one, no doubt at all, number one. Speaking of number ones, Palmerston North's number one son is coming up before midday, Mark Stafford. Not dressed uh, accordingly in Cup Day apparel, I note today, uh, but having said that, uh, he'll still be Full of quality. We'll be with staff shortly.